I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. Hi, friends. Welcome to the Management Minute Home Team Podcast, the daily podcast for those outcasts working at home during this global pandemic. This podcast is a service of the MBA program in the John M. Huntsman School of Business at Utah State University. Our goal is to make working at home work for you. My name is Scott Hammond. I'm a professor of management, a consultant, and an author, and I've been working at home for six or seven years now, and I really love it. I really appreciate you listening. Today, I'm going to give you a treat. I've been listening and asking for feedback from some of you, and uh, a lot of you have said that the most important thing about this podcast for you is not the information, but the inspiration that you might receive from it. Now, I realize that practical information is important, too, but today is going to be an attempt at some inspiration. I'm going to read to you not my words, but words of four poets that kind of saved me, poets that I really, really like. I realize that some of you are tuning in for management information, but poetry has within it, embedded within it, lots of wisdom that can be used for management. The first is comes from David White, and David White is a contemporary poet, uh, last living in Seattle, um, and he has a poem called The Loaves and the Fishes. This is not the age of information. This is not the age of information. Forget the news and the radio and the blurred screen. This is the time of loaves and fishes. People are hungry, and one good word is bread for a thousand. That's from David White's House of Belonging. I really like that poem. The next one I'm going to read is another contemporary poet, Mary Oliver, uh, of the Quaker tradition, uh, and just writes some delightful poetry. I don't read a lot of poetry myself, but these are some of the words that have really stuck with me. This is why it's called What I Have Learned So Far. Meditation is old and honorable. So why should I not sit every morning of my life on the hillside, looking into the shining world? Because properly attended to delight, as well as havoc, is suggestion. Can one be passionate about the just, the ideal, the sublime, the holy, and yet committed to no labor in its cause? I do not think so. All summations have a beginning. All effect A story, all kindness, begins with the sown seed, though it buds towards radiance. The gospel of light is the crossroads of indolence or action. Be ignited or be gone. I love that last line, be ignited or be gone. It just really tells us that we have so much, always so much to do, and that doing it with enthusiasm is so important. A very short poem by Edwin Markham uh, from two centuries ago says, and you've often heard this maybe in church sermons, he drew a circle that shut me out, heretic, rebel, a thing to flout, but love and I had the will to win, we drew a circle that took him in. 
I particularly like that poem because it reminds me so much of what I get in the graduate classes I teach, where we have so many different kinds of people sitting there trying to engage in an inquiry, change their lives, be better managers, be better leaders, and they're all talking different ideas, and they disagree with such respect sometimes with each other, and yet they, they draw this circle around each other and, um, and, and take care of each other and have such a fine community. I love that about teaching in the MBA program. The final poem I'm going to read for you today is from John O'Donohue, who is an Irish poet. Um, He passed away about 10 years ago, unexpectedly. And he wrote uh, in Benedictus, A Book of Blessings, these incredibly powerful words that I think teach us something so much, uh, so important about the difficult time that we're living in right now. This is the time to be slow. Lie low to the wall until the bitter weather passes. Try as best you can not to let the wire brush of doubt scrape from your heart all sense of yourself and your hesitant light. If you remain generous, time will come good and you will find your feet again on the fresh pastures of promise, where the air will be kind and blushed with beginning. Ah, great words, powerful words. Pascal said that poets are the unacknowledged legislators of the world, and sometimes they can just express feelings that we are having, but we don't have the words to explain. And that's one of the things I love about great literature. You can really learn so much about management, about leading others through great literature. One of the books that I often recommend to students when they talk about wanting to read something that is moving to them is I tell them, read the book, River Runs Through It by Norman MacLean. A River Runs Through It. Now, many of you have seen the movie, but the book is beyond the movie, even though the movie might be very, very good. Uh, The book is a fine, fine piece of literature. It was written autobiographically by Norman MacLean, who was a professor at the University of Chicago. You read in the book about how this young man becomes a professor or or moves into a teaching slot in a transition part of his life and about the relationship between him and his father and his younger brother, the three of them, and how they go fishing in Montana and try to construct a, a workable relationship when you have a preacher and a future professor and a newspaper reporter who's always getting into trouble around each other. Eventually, and this is a true story, his younger brother is murdered for a gambling debt. And so the passage I'm going to read to you is the last words of that. But there are several parts of this book that are really powerful, and uh, I recommend it. It's very good reading. McLean wrote it after he retired from the University of Chicago, and uh, he said that it took him about six months to write the last page. And these are probably some of the finest words in American literature. Of course, he talks about the death of his brother and how his father was struggling to to um, deal with that death. And as we are thinking about the time that we are spending with the people that we love around us now, I think these are powerful words. We're spending more time with them as we're living in isolation. He says, indirectly, though, He was present in many of our conversations. Once, for instance, my father asked me a series of questions that suddenly made me wonder whether I understood even my father, 
whom I was closer to than any man I had ever known. You like to tell true stories, don't you? he asked. And I answered, yes, I like to tell stories that are true. Then he asked, after you've finished your true stories, sometime, won't you make up a story and the people to go with it? Only then will you understand what happened and why. It is those that we live with and love and should know who elude us. Now nearly all those I have loved and did not understand when I was young are dead, but I still reach out for them. Of course, I'm too old to be much of a fisherman, and now, of course, I usually fish the big waters alone although some of my friends think I shouldn't. Like many fly fishermen in western Montana, where the summer days are almost arctic in length, I often don't start fishing until the cool of the evening. Then, in the arctic half-light of the canyon, all existence fades into being with my soul and the memories and the sounds of the big Blackfoot River and the four-count rhythm, and the hope that a fish will rise. Eventually all things merge into one, and a river runs through it. The river was cut by the world's great flood, and runs over the rocks from the basement of time. Some of the rocks are timeless raindrops. Under the rocks are the words, and some of the words are theirs. I am haunted by waters. This is the Management Minute Home Team Podcast. Thank you for listening. Each of our podcasts are designed to support you while you're working at home during these difficult times. We would love to hear from you. We want to know what's working and what's not working. Please email me any suggestions or ideas that you have. Scott.Hammond at USU.edu Scott dot hammond at usu.edu this podcast is a service of the mba program in the john m huntsman school of business at utah state university in this changing business world one investment that is sure to pay off big is is your own education please keep learning please join us in our mba program in our online mba program if you can you can work at home and grow anywhere I'm Scott Hammond. I hope to see you in one of our classes.